0: How come no one gave me a handbook on being a stay-at-home mom? (gasps) Or that you don't realize how much your self-esteem is wrapped up in having some sort of profession that gives you your own agency? We're going to talk about it in this next episode, so let's get right into it. Welcome to the Loud Thinker podcast, hosted by the Loud Thinker. That's me. Here you will listen to conversation from a Black opinionated woman, which makes me above. Conversations will range from highly inflammatory topics such as politics, race, current events, you name it. What you will get are my thoughts, my opinions, my feelings, because I am free from groupthink. So get comfy and enjoy the Loud Thinker experience. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of The Loud Thinker. I am your host, The Loud Thinker, and today's episode is called Working Versus Stay-at-Home Moms. Now, I originally was not going to actually talk about this topic. Um, I, I don't typically like to pit working moms versus stay-at-home moms, but After some some um, further introspection, actually, I I decided to give it a a little bit of a whirl. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to give you my opinions on, you know, how I feel about it. But it's going to be all wrapped up in uh, one complete story. I'm going to use myself. This is going to be some some real input. (sighs) Let's see. It's around. I was 35 years old when I found out I was pregnant with twins I already had two children okay and at the same time during my pregnancy you know we had already discussed my husband and I the you know about him you know working for himself for a period of time you know it was an opportunity um, we could really make a lot of money and all that good stuff but lo and behold (laughs) I am pregnant with twins so We decided to move forward with him starting um, this business. Okay. And we recognize there's lots of risk involved, but um, we had a pretty decent plan. I birthed my children and we had the conversation. And so we decided, you know, that I was going to stay home for a period of time. What it didn't tell me was when you transition from being a professional to a stay-at-home mom, there's the obvious, right? there's going to be a financial, uh, adjustment. Now I had to actually learn how to adjust because not that I was spending frivolously, but I was spending at a rate that did not match what I had coming in because what I had coming in was a zero. So now I am running through savings. Fortunately, You know, I, uh, my husband was financially sound, but unfortunately, as um, someone who was starting a business, we could not rely on when we were going to have income coming in. So what that does is that now puts pressure on your relationship. So that was the first thing. As a stay-at-home mom, I had to learn how to handle finances differently. I wasn't doing anything reckless. I just needed to pull back. But this is where it gets really good. What they don't tell you is that when you go from being a professional to a stay at home mom, there is a personal toll it takes on you. So I'm going to talk about um, my insecurities. I went through a period of gross insecurity because my security started to plummet. I was very confident in knowing that I had my own agency, okay? So I could spend whenever I wanted. And it wasn't that my husband was, was getting on me about spending because I wasn't doing anything crazy But it was different because now it was going to impact him more. So let me just say, when I became a stay-at-home mom, this is when I think our marriage really started to grow. Because now there was a lot more relying on each other for completely different reasons. But my security plummeted mostly because of me not having the ability to bring in income. I didn't know how to recognize my own value because I knew myself as Asia. I knew myself as an engineer. I knew myself as being independent. But what I didn't really know how to do was be vulnerable with my husband. Now, this is like some true tea here. I didn't know how to be vulnerable and now I also had to understand my value like I had to find that for myself because he could not define that for me but I was in a position where I was very vulnerable and I didn't like it yeah I remember there was a time when he came home and I was looking hit like (laughs) I was not looking my best. I needed some grooming, like eyebrows needed to be done, nails needed to be done. And I'm not big for like sitting in a salon, but I do believe in getting pedicures. But anyway, my hair was looking crazy. And I remember my husband came home and I get it. Nobody wants to come home to their wife looking like, who shot John? Like, so I was looking, yeah, He's like, so so. what's going on with the hair? And now (laughs) at first, I'm like taking it as a personal attack. But at the end of the day, I had to understand like we're all visual, sexual creatures too. So he's already tired. You know, I'm home with 500 kids and he's looking at me like, I'm going to need you to do something to yourself. So anyway... I was telling him, I was like, well, I'm running low on my savings. And I went to some story about how like my coin was getting low. So I'll do something to my hair, blah, blah, blah. He was more like, well, if you need money, like then, then say something. And it wasn't like I had to ask him for everything. But still, like he his whole thing was like, you're not communicating, walking around looking crazy. You know, I'm all in my feelings about some things, but I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to navigate this landscape because I've always just been able to take care of myself. And now I had no income coming in. Um, I didn't really know how to identify myself other than mom and I wasn't feeling it. And then I had to actually communicate that I needed something. So it seems so basic, but when you're so used to being so independent and now you're a stay-at-home mom and now you, you have to adjust. Now I started to understand like we are one unit, right? And he also had to adjust. So we were so used to operating like these two autonomous units. Like we were completely independent. I mean, we were together, but we were independent. And now we had to work together, and this was rough because I'm sitting at home with these kids. I'm no longer bringing in my own money, right? Because I was still thinking about me versus us. Um, I was struggling with recognizing my own value. And part of it was because of how society, you know, referenced me too. Another another thing that would bother me was um, I went from being Asia, to being uh, referred to as so-and-so's wife. And it would drive me nuts. And actually my husband fell into that too. So we would get into these silly arguments. I mean, they were so ignorant that they were ignorant. Like I totally made up that word, right? But we would get into these arguments because I needed him to, when when he introduced me or whatever it was, I needed him to introduce me as not just his wife, but Asia. I wanted to be named because I found that I was starting to become invisible. I was just his wife. And I'm like, whoa, I'm not a just, right? And and so, yeah, so I had to deal with my own esteem issues. Um, and so when I met people who didn't know me before, they knew me just as his wife, right? And the mother of the, the children. Um, I had a hard time with that because I was treated as just his wife. So yeah, they didn't tell me that when you're transitioning from being a professional to a stay-at-home mom, you had to learn how to handle your finances differently. You had to learn how to be a stay-at-home mom. That meant handling finances. That meant how you value yourself. That meant you know, how to communicate that meant dealing with my own vulnerability, it meant a lot of things. Uh, My self esteem took a hit because it was just uncharted territory. Um, Having to trust my husband, now it seems like this should just happen, right? You're married, you know, I mean, I trusted, but like, there were things I never really had to test. I never had to test that kind of trust because I could take care of myself. Now I'm sitting here having to trust that my husband was going to make me feel safe. And let me tell you, there were times I didn't feel safe, not from a physical aspect, more so because he was learning this too. I mean, we would say some reckless things to each other. And let me tell you, Words can be damaging, words are powerful, but anyway. So, staying at home, mom had to learn how to pull back on on, on the finances. I had to learn how to trust my husband and know that he had my best interests and my children's interests. I had to recognize that I was feeling vulnerable and recognize that I was feeling insecure. But let me tell you what they also didn't tell me. They didn't tell me that I was actually going to have to be a support for him. Now, of course, there's the obvious with him uh, starting a business, um, right? Like, you know, you want to feel like your spouse has your back, right? Like believes in you. But it wasn't just believing in him. I had to actually learn how to truly make him feel respected to feel loved and appreciated. That's like some true tea there, right? Because when you're not being tested on anything, you think you got it, but that was a test. One income. You don't know when your next um, pay is going to come in, right? Um, And now we were in the thick of it. We were in the thick of it and we had to take care of all these kids. So, uh, yeah, I, I did not know with being a stay at home mom, all the other things that came with it, because honestly, I really thought it was more like, okay, I need to cook and clean and take care of kids, but cooking, cleaning and taking care of the kids. Um, it's more than that. There's a lot that comes with it. I, I never thought about taking care of my husband. So yeah, I had to understand, um, I think maybe what happened was I started to understand what submission really was, you know, and you can't even submit to somebody if you don't feel secure, if you don't feel safe, if you don't feel like that person is going to um, have your best interests. You know, I knew he was out there making tough decisions, good decisions. I knew he was doing everything he could to take care of our family. I just, I had to get comfortable with that too, because I felt powerless. And although maybe I wasn't, but I felt powerless. And like I said, when you're coming from being like a a very independent woman, now I had to rely on somebody. (laughs) Yeah, but let me tell you, that's, like I said, that, that's, that's where we began to do the most of our growing, you know, together. Because this took him trusting that I wasn't going to abuse, you know, him or, or whatever our situation was. But I also had to trust him to take care of me and our kids. I think that being a stay-at-home mom, you know, it's tough. I don't know how they do it, you know, because some of them, like I said, they do a wonderful job. I'm like, when I come home, I'm like, there's shoes all over the place. I'm like, move your shoes. I mean, we have a designated spot for the shoes. And yet, I mean, we're in a struggle bus with keeping our shoes and coats. Like we have it in the spot, but we can't seem to get the kids to hang them up. So um, I noticed that like their their homes, they're so wonderful. Mine is is manageable. It's okay. But I'm like impressed that they have a handle on this thing and now let me turn it to the working mom that's a different type of pressure you know oftentimes you have that guilt you know because I wish I could be at more of my children's um daytime um school events or whatever I try to get there um when I can but you do feel that guilt that's a different type of uh, guilt there but I think for me, it's not that I like working. I think the biggest thing is with the working mom, I think it it allows us to have a little bit more agency. I love having that kind of independence, knowing that if something should happen to my husband, if he should spontaneously blow up, I know I can still hold it down and take care of my children. And he knows that too. I think for me, um, I'm just... I don't, I, I'm not a good stay-at-home mom. I don't necessarily want to work. I I don't necessarily want to be a stay-at-home mom either. I wish I could get like a combination of both worlds. Um, but definitely, I think when you are a working mom, I think it helps to make the family more financially secure. I mean, there's, look, there's edge cases everywhere. Like, I mean, if you're just like like a serious serious baller like if you're Rockefeller then of course it makes sense if the the spouse or the wife or whoever is remaining home so but I think that by I think for me too it makes me feel like I'm part of this partnership as a working mom Um, I'm also contributing to our retirement you know I think about those things and so that's not that my husband is crumbling under the pressure or anything like that, but that's one less thing that he doesn't have to feel like he's got to take it all on his shoulders. And don't get me wrong. He can handle a lot of things, but he is human, you know? So I, I take pride in knowing that I'm contributing, I think outside of the house, um, to our family as well. So I definitely am not going to win any awards for being the model mom. That's for sure. Because I'm pretty sure all four of my kids are going to get on somebody's couch in the future. They're all going to need therapy. (laughs) But what I do know is I think for me, it was better for me to have some sort of something, whatever that means. I, I don't think I'm cut out being a stay at home mom. It is very difficult, but I, I have a hard time surrendering my independence. I, I I I need that for myself. I need I I think that is part of my identity. Not necessarily being an engineer. I think just having my own aspirations outside of being a stay-at-home mom. I it's I that's just for me. This isn't a knock on anybody. Like I said, I did it for several years. It was incredibly hard. I wasn't all that great at it, but um, I am comfortable (laughs) with doing something outside of the house. I just wish it was more like part-time, but it gave me agency for myself. I, I think I needed that for myself. I was not comfortable with being stripped or at least I perceived it as being stripped of everything. Because when I was a stay-at-home mom, I was always treated as so-and-so's wife, so-and-so's mother. And people never wanted to actually engage me on any kind of intellectual level, right? They were very polite, very, very polite. But I didn't enjoy that. But anyway, that's it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you want to reach out to me, you know what? You can try my regular old regular email, chat us up at theloudthinker.com. Take care. Talk to you guys soon. That's it, my fellow thinkers. Thanks for tuning in to the Loud Thinker podcast. Whether good or bad takes, one thing is certain, they are my takes. Remember, I am free from groupthink. And something tells me you are too. If you want to hear more from me, my Twitter and Instagram handles are the loud thinkers with an S. Thank you for tuning in and see you next time.